Welcome to a fresh new Hot Off the Presses story and song podcast. I'm your host, Tim Heath. In this episode, we hear from Jeff Curtis and get the backstory to Eaton's Funk. Remember, every singer-songwriter has a very personal backstory to the songs they bring to life. Without further delay, and in his own words, here's Jeff and Eaton's Funk. Get that. Um, so I'll tell you what, uh, why don't you tell us uh, for a first song about Eaton's Funk off the Next Place project from 2003. Eaton's Funk. Um, I have a dear friend, Sean Grace, who is an incredible flute player. Just unbelievable. And this this track goes back 20 years ago. I had been away on a on a camping trip, and I came up with the basic riff of the song. Uh, a week, week or two later, I was back home here on Long Island in New York, and I went out you know, to visit him where he was living at the time. And we jammed, and he recorded it, and he sent me a disc a couple weeks later. And just as for a matter of convention, you know, he made up some titles. So he initially called that recorded jam of that track funky train ride funky train ride (laughs) yeah funky train ride and i thought about it you know this has definitely got a lot of hook to it and his flute work is is really contributing so much you know uh where the the whole was greater than the sum of the parts and uh, so when I went to record it, I wanted to catch your title, so I named it Eaton's Funk. Uh, besides myself on guitar and Sean on flute, uh, my friend Andy Lowe you know, is doing the bass on it, electric six-string fretless bass, and we added some percussion uh, with a fellow named Simon Miller, you know, just to give it a little bit more oomph in the rhythm section. So that's basically the story about how that song came about and how it was titled. Let's get to the song. This is a wonderful song, Eaton's Funk.
tell you, that thing cooks. I really like that song. Thank you so much. So it it's it was a fun it was a fun one to play and record. Um, you know, it's not something I nor normally perform live. You know, because it's you got to have at the very least you know the flute happening. Um, back in 2003, we did a CD release party, and that was the only time that all four of us who were on that recording actually performed it live in front of people. But uh, you know, my my performing uh, typically is solo. You know. Well, I mean, this type of music, you can do it solo, too. I mean, and I'll bet every time you play, you have people totally mesmerized. Well, thanks. You know, that, but that's not one of the ones, you know, most of my playing is actually out at open mics, and uh, that's not one that I would normally go up and play. I mean, I, I typically would just stick to my solo pieces if I go out and play an open mic, you know, I, it's it has to do with, you know, again, you know, the effectiveness of communication and stuff and uh, sure yep you know i mean stuff that's recorded solo you know is best performed solo right so i did a little bit of checking and the first owner of the land uh, known as uh, eaton's neck was a gentleman by the name of theophilus eaton in 1663 so it it got its name very early on in uh, the settlement of uh, Long Island. So, for the history buffs. Ah, I, I appreciate you bringing me up on that. I, I, I wonder if any of his descendants are still with us. They'd probably enjoy hearing the track. <laughs> hey, they might. You know, uh, a kind of a namesake song. A, a very good song. Thank you. That was a wonderful story and an amazing song by Jeff Curtis. For the complete interview with Jeff, Go to localopenmic.com or follow the link in the show notes to go directly to his episode. It's easy to become a fan of Jeff Curtis. Click the follow button for the Story and Song podcast and get notified each time a fresh story and song is published. Thanks for listening this far. For the Story and Song podcast, I'm your host, Tim Heath.